and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. I'm Colin Bradley. And welcome to episode 51. 51. How are you today, Dad? Well, I'm feeling really good today. The sun's beaming through the window here. In fact, I had to pull the blind down. It was so blinding. Where? Yeah. Still not warm outside, though. Oh, no. Well, no, it's lovely in here. But uh, when you go out, I went out this morning uh, posting a parcel and by goodness me, it was <laughs> someone yeah. said to me, actually, I was coming out of my front door and somebody said to me across the road, said, oh, hello, she's out. I didn't recognize you. Uh, I wondered who it was coming out of your door. And I said, well, that's because I'm all wrapped up and I have a hat <laughs> and a scarf around my neck and, and I was all bundled up. And I told her that and she laughed anyway. What, anyway. a friend, what a friendly neighbourhood we live oh, in. Oh, yes. <laughs> You're painting the picture of the perfect life we live. <laughs> oh, yes. yes. I, had to walk, I had to walk down the front as well, you know. Oh, by the seat. beach, yes. Yeah. yeah, rub it in there, anyone else. <laughs> yeah, like me, going up there. No, it's yeah. lovely, yeah. It's lovely where we live. We're very lucky, very lucky. So this week we've got a couple of questions. Then we've got, there's a, an interesting uh subject that you've been working on and uh, and a sort of a technique that I want to pick your brains about with watercolour mm-hmm. and uh, then we've got a special offer that we want to tell people so yeah, uh, that should encourage people to listen like to the this. end and there's a story that goes with it which is fantastic I'll tell you all I've about not heard this story so nope. uh, but I know the offer that we're putting out so okay let's crack on some questions first one is from Sam have you given any thoughts to doing some of your watercolour paintings in pastel pencil I know the Yalding Kent painting would be wonderful in pastel, as well as basically all of the landscapes you've done in watercolour. I guess that's going over finished ground for you, but you have the most amazing landscape scenery. Thanks, Sam. That's very good of Sam to say that. And um, actually, of course, I've already done it. The sepias, there are four four sepias or no six sepias isn't there in what in, 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 in pastel, pastel pencil on the website yes and on the art store yeah really good one uh, so you can have pastel pencils and sepia they look very similar to each other you know they've got the same kind of idea the difference is with a sepia watercolor you're just in one color sepia yes. and you're you're grading it yes you know, light yes. and dark as you as people have seen already when you've got a pastel pencil you can't do that you know you can't Press 182 is the key colour with this, the 182, which is the... Sepia in pastel pencil, yeah. yeah. Brown ochre. And that, you can't make it lighter or darker by watering it down, which you you have to do the other. So what you have to do there is you have six pencils. You have six different pencils. That's all you need. It's like your starter packs only use six Mm. pencils. So these sepia packs only use six pencils because it's it's all one colour colorish but it's the tones that you've got to get using That's the right. different pencils right and the other problem you have with the pastel pencil is you have uh, the same color paper now in watercolor you've just got white paper so you're great being able to grade it better. on the pen yeah, on the paper yeah but you've already got white and you go down from white to very dark mm. now with pastel pencils you've got to you've got to put the white on first, or not the white we don't use white we use ivory so the so, ivory has yes. to go on first if you want a lighter than the pastel paper. And of course, if you want darker, then you have to use the darker colours. It's very, very interesting, actually. If people haven't tried it already... CPO with pastel pencil. Well, do you know off the top of your head the six pencils? I do, yes. What pencils Absolutely. do you need for CPO? Well, I recommend that you use 103, 182, 180... Uh, hang on. Stretching me here. 280 and 175. That's five, isn't it? Yes. There's another one I can't do. Oh, it's good off the top of your head, though. I did put yeah. you on the spot there. Yeah, but there is there are six altogether that I've got. Yes. Oh, it's black. It's black. 
in the end. You need black. you need black as well. So you need the uh, the one seven five and the black. Now black. those two colours look very close together. For the sepia. Yeah, the reason you do that is black isn't the colour, as we know. It's, it's a just a darkening agent, mm. and sometimes you need that extra little bit of oomph. I call it oomph. Oomph. What of a better Technical word? term. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and but but if you didn't use it, you would lose out on that really strong dark. Yes, color. contrast. Yes. Hmm. Mm, okay. Well, those are the colours. You've got the colours now. You can get the packs. Yeah. Off the art store and, and that's the sepia. But of course, um, Sam also says uh, uh, he's talking about the sepia, but he also said what about other uh, things? You know, yeah, other landscapes. Yeah, yeah. And um, the answer to that is yes, I can, and we'll definitely do it. What? Could you imagine doing hollyhocks in past pencils? No, oh, no I wouldn't do that, <laughs> that would be. That would be tricky. That I'm would. not going to do that one again. No. <laughs> but uh, there are others that um, I will do and I'd love to do. The trouble is, as you know, Stephen, I've said it so many times, there's such a vast range of subject material that we deal with here. And then you add watercolour onto it as well. Yeah. It's already massive with pastel pencils. Put watercolour into the equation and the variations that we have in watercolour too, which we're going to talk about another one uh, today. Yeah. Uh, I don't know which way to turn sometimes. I wish, <laughs> I wish that I had more hours in the day yes. uh, to devote to it. Yes. But each one uh, that uh, I do um, is, to me, a little winner. You know, And that's why I, I love doing the work I do. And if I was just sticking to one subject, that's it. And a lot of artists do just one subject, day in, day out, for 50 years. It would bore me to tears. Yeah. I love doing the variety of uh, things that I do. I'm also talking pen, pen and ink too. We've got pen and ink and we've got those yeah. um, Hopalong Cassidy, which people may have seen, and the Charcoal Dog. So all of those variations. Yes, fingers in many pies. Mm. Mm. But I love doing it. It's good. It's good to be like that. So the next question we have is from Zoe. And this came from Facebook. Hello, Colin. I was asked to do a horse commission in pastels. He is a bay horse and old, so a bit grey too. But I've had to let them down saying I'll do it in graphite pencil. I feel so gutted. I just don't understand why I can't get it right. Last month, I did a public house with trees and pot plants, brickwork and 48 separate window panes. It was great. I haven't done an animal portrait for months. I've done other stuff in pastels, just not animals. And with this mixture of colours and grey fur mixed in, I'm lost with it. Four attempts and I still can't get it right. I've downloaded some of the stuff off your website and I'm going to practice animals again before I do another portrait for someone in pastels. Any advice for someone who's hit the wall? Mm, absolutely. Y you know, the when people do animal portraits and they switch to landscape, they can't do them. They find it really, really hard. Switching from animal to landscape. Mm -hmm. People that do landscape work and switch to animals find it really hard. Simply because you've got a completely different set of rules that yeah. capture both. I mean, you have overlaps. You know, we have the base colours on the landscape. We have the base colours on the animals. But the problem with the animal is you're, you're looking at a real-life thing that you have to represent. Horses, too, adding to the mix... It's even harder. People know that. Yeah. They're very, very difficult. We've had the questions on horses before. So poor old Zoe really has got her arm at the back. And what she didn't tell you, or, or maybe she did, about a Christmas, this was for Christmas. Oh, I didn't know. She didn't no, no, she didn't in that. But the, the second email she sent me um, was that she 
also added she want the person wanted it for Christmas. So, you so she had a pressure. Pressure. So you had the pressure of the portrait anyway, a, a beloved animal, uh, just alive. That you know the cu- the customer is going to look at that with criticism. Yeah. And then you've got, of course, the um, the fact that it's a horse, which again is hard, and you've got the pressure of having to do it in time and that puts panic in you yeah. and you can't work in those situations you've got to work in a much more relaxed atmosphere so i've given zoe a few tips and i'm and i think she may well do it i've suggested she do it and tell the lady that or the customer that she'll do it later on uh, you know in her own time yes and if she agrees to that and she probably will you know people are very kind and say okay well if you can't do it now i will have it next christmas so, so you're so basically saying don't be pressured into no. into the time constraints by the person offering no. you the commission. No, I'm sorry. That, that's, if that doesn't work for you. That's fatal. That's fatal. You add all those other things as well that I've mentioned onto it. I mean, what are you doing this for? I mean, okay, somebody might give you a, a few bob for it, but basically, what are you doing it for? You're doing it for your own pleasure, unless you're a professional artist, which you have a completely different approach on. You're doing it for your own pleasure, so why do you put yourself through that? She'll have sleepless nights, and, and she's already had four attempts at it and given up. So yeah. you can imagine the frustration yeah. that's involved in that. So the way out of this, how, what is the way out? Well, I told you, don't be pressured. Their time. Mm-hmm. Tell people. Also get a really good photograph. Uh, I've seen the photograph, and it's, it is a good photograph. The only problem that Zoe's got with this photograph with the horse is the horse is sticking its head over a gate. You know, a, you know what they call stable yeah. um, pen or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and only, or you only just see the, the, just a little bit at the top of the head and a tiny little bit of the neck. So, you so you've got to make up the rest, an yes. awful lot if she doesn't want to represent the horse in the stable oh yeah yeah which is you know which you could do you could just draw it um as it is yes which would look okay and actually to be honest i think that would actually look better than trying to make a neck up which you can't see yeah unless you take some more photographs yeah these are the problems you can imagine so she's quite right she's actually given that up for the moment. Well, I think she's do going it to do it in just graphite. graphite. Yeah, but it's not quite so demanding. Yes. Uh, but there's an awful lot of... The, the horse itself, the greys that she was using, um, the problem with that is you have to put a base colour down. We know this already. And the base colour she would, I would recommend, although we can't see the picture, you can't see the picture, uh, and neither can all these listeners, but you would put a base colour down. And that base colour then gives you a little bit of groundwork and then you can work on that. What you base add to would you use? I, I recommended 270 in this case because it's a grey horse. And you either go 270 or 230. Uh, this is under, only under the greys because there was some fawn, a fawn colour in it. Well, you'd oh, put right. ivory under that, you yes. wouldn't put grey under that. And there was a lot of white in it as well, so you then just use white. It's a tricky picture. <laughs> the white horse that you did on the mm. member site, is that a useful subject for people tackling horses? Uh, yes, it is. Because there was some greys in that, wasn't there, and some ivories? There was, yes, there was. And that was, I think I used 230 there. And so, because we were looking on the sort of bluey, and I put quite a lot of green, didn't I, in there? There was it, it, That was quite impressionistic, that horse. Yeah. Looks great, and, and it's been very, very popular as a pack too so I know people love it I oh oop, sorry about this your Folks, phone's going my phone's going Yeah, you can answer it no, uh, 
<laughs> no, it's only a message. It'll shut up a minute, Steve. Press the button and it'll shut up. So, right, okay, there we are. Okay. Get it out <laughs> Do you want to read it? No, 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 I'm not going to read it over there. It might, it might be... No. I'll cut this out, don't worry, just read it. <laughs> oh, will you? Oh. Yeah, I'll cut this out. Oh, you cut it out, all right then. Right, anyway, so you're sorted now. You don't... Uh, okay, look at your phone now. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so that's... Well, that's... Um, that's a tricky problem, obviously, but hopefully other people out there will take your advice and sort of try and... Because mm, mm. I imagine how stressful it must be mm. to put yourself through that, and it's just not necessary, mm. like you say, when you're doing it for no. pleasure. And when things start going wrong, they go wrong big time in a situation like that. It's heightened and mm. magn- magnified, isn't it? And the then problem. one of the worst things, of course, is starting again. You know, you, you, it's counterproductive. You know, you rubbish it, chuck it in the bin. Oh, I'll start this again. Yeah. You've still got that hang on. You know, you're still thinking, well, well I ruined it once. Am I going to ruin it again? And invariably, you do. Yeah, you start doubting yourself. So, yep. So it's better really to shelve a subject like that. In many, I don't happen, doesn't happen in, anymore, but years ago, that used to happen to me. I used to get to a subject. And, I, and what I learned to do was to actually put it, put it away. In fact... I remember a couple of occasions where it wasn't going well. I didn't think it was anyway. And I thought, I'll put this away and have a look at it another time. There was no pressure on me to do a commission. And when I got it out after maybe a month or two, I found it, you know, in my pile. I thought, that's not, doesn't look too bad. Oh, really? And I carried on, finished them. Mm, a couple I remember. Yeah. And they worked out very well in the end. So you can have you can have this mental block. It's it's like a writer's block, but artist. It's the same thing. You, you look at something and it look and it's magnified and it looks awful. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that I've always uh, expressed to all my students, and I think I've most people uh, listening to this would have heard me say it before, that you never ever go to bed or to sleep with a problem you always if you're doing some artwork in an evening you st- always stop before you reach that critical point of oh god i've made a mistake here yeah yeah you because you'll never put it right and then you have to go to bed and then you have nightmares and all sorts so never do that always leave on a high point good good advice it is very and good advice, uh, eh? people have got to heed it because that's very important when we're doing it as a leisure pursuit yes good okay so that's uh, we've, we've done those questions. Uh, that's the questions for this week. If you've got a question, you can send it uh, straight to Colin by going uh, emailing Colin at BradleyGallery.co.uk. So the next thing we want to talk about is snow, as it's fast approaching Christmas, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, snow is a very apt subject for for us. So you've done a new watercolor, mm-hmm. and it's of a skiing scene. Mm. And it's amazing. And there's a lot of snow in it. That's right. And this prompts the question, how do you do snow in watercolour? Because snow in pastel pencil, mm. put white on. Mm, we've seen all that several and times. And it's in, yeah, the, the snow mm. scene mm. that you've just done, the Romney snow scene uh, um, on the pastel pencil site. So when you come to do it in watercolour, how do you tackle it? Because I've seen you've got a white... Mm-hmm. Chinese white. That's right. Uh, out of a tube. That's right. Right. So with this snow, and it's not really applying so much. It does apply to the, the, the new picture you've done, but we're not going to refer really to that. But say if you've got snow 
in a watercolour? How do you tackle it? Well, the first thing you have to think about when you're doing it is how much paper can I leave white? Because that's the snow. It's, it's the white paper. That's, that's the it. snow. Yeah. You've already got it. You've already got the snow. on the Just as you do with the clouds, if you're doing uh, watercolour clouds, you leave the white of the paper. So it's the same with, with snow. You have to think of relief. So that's just to take a scenario where you have, I mean, uh, the mountain, for instance. You remember the mountain we did in Pastel Pencils? Yes. A few years ago, the mountain rain. Well, that was a very good example of pastel pencil. You put the snow on, you know, you put the sky on. But if you remember, I left, I'd put the sky on and I left the um, pastel paper showing where the, the, the mountain was and the snow was. Right. And the reason for that is we didn't want the white to be interfered with the sky. Mm. So if you think about now watercolour, I would do the same thing, except it wouldn't be... A, sand colour pastel paper it would just be, be white, white. That's but the it. same thing applies it's already white yes you would do the sky that's right and what I did with pastel pencil of course is I removed all the st- stray st- sky colours from that mountain range and I then put the white on 101 white to give me the snow with a, with a watercolour it's already there so you don't have to put the white no. on basically and let's this, this take another uh, analogy too you know we had the Dark color. I use one eight one for the, the putting the dark this into, the mountain. Into, yeah. into yeah. the mountain. So we had a nice contrast. Yes. Now, if you were doing it in watercolor, you'd already have the white there, so you wouldn't have to do that. So all you do is put the one eight one or whatever color you're deciding, uh, as you would do with the pastel pencil. So therefore, you'd you'd have the same relief. It's the relief that you've got. You've got the contrast between the white and the dark colour. And really, you, you magnify that if you're doing a snow scene. I'm not saying it's very easy uh, to do unless you get used to it, because once you get used to it, it is easy. Could you... Uh, yeah, how do you do you draw... Uh, do you just... With watercolour, do you just say if you've got, like, a snowy floor or uh, a ground yep. and you want to put dark around it, do you just sort of put the dark in around the white? Do you know what I mean? That's right. You do exactly what you just, do. Just, but do you draw it in? Draw in well, where you're going to do it. Yes, I do. Yeah. yeah. In the pencil, what I do if if I do um, quite an intricate picture, um, like the one we've done there with a lot of trees, for instance, yeah. then you, I do draw the trees in. I draw the, sh- the shape of the tree, and then because the trees are. Um, Trees are very random and it's very difficult. If you start drawing trees, yeah. it becomes very <laughs> wooden, I was going to say. Then, but, oh, yeah. <laughs> but what I mean is <clears throat> very stilted. Yeah, It becomes unnatural. So in a situation like that, you'd have the outline of the snow on the, on the trees, basically, and then you'd have to pick your way around putting the dark colour in and... I mean, people are going to think, what, what do you I, mean? I, uh, what, what? That sounds ridiculous, yeah. <laughs> but so, the, but the ground, the ground, if you've got to draw in, say, like, you've, you've got to, have you, do you draw in on the ground the things that you're going to do in darker yes. colours? Anything that's a very detailed, I would do. I'd actually draw, yeah. it, with, draw it with a pencil. And what, would you do a very light pencil? Um, I'd use a, a B or a 2B pencil, which is a, an erasable pencil. You don't want to do a hard yeah. pencil. Yeah. And then once you've got that in, uh, you can then uh, erase that. 
later on if it's still obtrusive you know yeah. you can take it off of the off the white yeah um it's fascinating to so be able with to trees do it. with trees you obviously yes you're doing the darkness and you're leaving the mm. space for uh, the white. Yes. Do you ever apply white back yes, on top? Ab- absolutely. With the Chinese white. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. But you can't put the white obviously on the dark. Well, well, you can if you use it straight from the tube. You can. Right. Is um, it solid enough? Yeah. It's got that texture, has it? That's right. But you have to be careful. So what you do is you do the best you possibly can with the dark into the the snow. Yeah. So you're left with the snow. However clever you are, you can never get it looking really absolutely like perfect. Yeah. So what you do is you then use the Chinese white and drag it uh, to make it a little more believable. Do you put the Chinese white on top of the white? Uh, Yes. Well, you can, uh, but I would say that you could do it um, some and some. Right. That's the best answer I can give you. (laughs) The best answer I can give you is watch it. Okay. Watch me yes, do it. Yes, yes. It's just a, it's a really interesting um, topic mm. because it's so easy with plastic pencils. Absolutely, and it should be easier with watercolor because it's already white. It should be, but it, it not not necessarily. Not necessarily, because you've got to use a completely different technique there. Yes, this is why I'm saying to you about the techniques that I've developed over the years. And remember, no one taught me any of this. I never learned anything from any books or anything. I just did my own thing. And in a way, that has had me at good stead because no one told me I couldn't do it. Yeah. No one told me I couldn't put Chinese white over the trees. Um, and very often, if you've got water, for instance, I do remember I did Dedham Mill in watercolour many, many, many years ago. And I used, I wanted to put the white ripple in of a, there was a, a weir. Yeah. You know, and bubbles of white uh, that was coming from the bottom of the weir. I thought, well, how am I going to do that? I can't just leave that because, I, again, I'd, I would have had to just leave that white, the yeah. white paper. Yes. I tried it and it didn't work. It looked awful. I thought, well, that doesn't look natural. So I got my Chinese white out and just put, put it on, blobbed it on, and it looked absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I thought, oh, go. well, that works. Now, if I'd have asked a, um, a watercolour uh, teacher, can I do that? Oh, no, 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 you can't do that. Oh, no, 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 that's not done. Really? They would have said that to me. So, of course, I never got that. So I would say, oh, well, I can do that. So I did it. And this is the reason, and this is why I always say to people, you know, have fun. Do do your own thing. Throw away the rule book, in a way. I mean, it's nice to listen to me, and it's nice to watch me do things. But in a way, they really ought to have a go themselves at doing something that's experimental. Yeah. Hmm. It's great fun. And uh, in the end, you can find things that are very special and special to you. Mm. Very good. It is. Very well, I'm, I'm looking forward to people seeing these things now. I'm, I'm yucking on about them. But once they <laughs> see them and they see how it's done, they see how interesting it is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, very good. Okay. So the last thing that we want to talk about is uh, sort of a special Christmas offer. Yes, I'm being generous this year. Something for Christmas. So there's a story behind this, which you'll say in a minute. I'll tell you about it in a minute. Basically, what we're doing is we've got a stock here of Carbothello 
pencils, or specifically one colour. Yes. 29, which would you would say is like a peachy colour. Yes, that's right. So it's a Carbothello pencil, pastel pencil, and this is no longer being sold. No. Nope. This is a limited edition, you, would, you might say, you might call it. Number 29, peach pencil, pastel yes. pencil. And what we're saying is, between now and Christmas, for every order, f- physical order, placed on the art store, colinbradleyartstore.co.uk, mm-hmm. you're going to send one of those pencils. I am. Free of charge. Completely free. Uh, I've got to tell you, we've got uh, quite a number of these pencils, and I'll explain why in a minute. And I obviously haven't used them for many, 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 many years because I've been working on Faber-Castell pencils and Mm. I don't use the Carbatello. But um, you won't necessarily get a new pencil. I've got to tell people that because we've got some new and some uh, worn, you know, sharpened a few times, yes. But but, uh, they're worth their weight in gold. And these are antiques, Stephen. Let me tell you why they're antique. They were withdrawn in the mid eighties. Were they really? Mm-hmm. So they had. They haven't. They they were taken off the shelf in the mid eighties. Blimey, nearly thirty years old. Mm-hmm. In fact, I would almost pinpoint the day. Let me see. Eighty six. It's probably eighty six or eighty seven. Wow. They were actually okay. taken so, yeah, off, off the shelf. And what happened was Carbothello, as I was using Carbothello at the time, Carbothello decided to change their range. They wanted to reduce their range, bring a new range out and bring a brand new pencil. That's the old style pencil there. It does look old style. It, it, does it look is old style. The style of the, the writing and everything. It's, no, quite, it's, it's old style. The new one's completely cool. different to that. Yeah. And just before they did, the managing director rang, I was talking to him, I think, on the phone of Swan Stabilo, because we were discussing demonstrations. I was well underway with the demonstrations by then for them. And they said, uh, Colin, I, I thought I'd just mention to you that they're withdrawing. We're having a new range of pencils, which is great, but they're withdrawing a few colours. And one of them I know that you love is number 29. I said, no, they can't do that. He said, I'm afraid. It's not a question of they can't. They are going to do it. Oh, no. When is this going to happen, I said? Oh, almost immediately. Yeah, they're going to withdraw it and... Uh, they're going to bring this new range out. I said, but they can't do that. I use number 29 all the time in all the portrait work I do, the animals I do, even the landscapes. I use it. It's it's a must colour, must have colour. Sorry about that. Can't help you. And I was really upset. Fortunately for me, I had quite a few of them anyway. And I thought, well... When you run out, when you run out. When I run out, I have to run out. And I I tried to find an equivalent colour in Conti and... No one. It was a unique colour that has never been uh, seen the light of day since that particular colour. Anyway, the story is, later on, I was at a demonstration and uh, Stanley Vaughan, who was the managing director, said to me, Colin, I've got a bit of a surprise for you, he said. It's an early Christmas present. I think it must have been sort of September or October time. Uh, I was doing a demonstration and he gave me uh, three dozen of these pencils. Really? Yeah, three dozen of them. He said, I, I, we had them in stock, and he said, I know you like this. He said, so that'll keep me going for a while. And it did. <laughs> it did, until, yeah. So I had three. I think it might have been three. It might have been even more than that. I yeah. can't remember. Anyway, subsequently, I was over the moon, and I used them. But, of course, I couldn't sell them because I told them to my classes, 
they bought them, but they'd already had them. And I couldn't sell them. And then I went over to Faber-Castell, and that really shut the door on Carbatello. Yeah. So I've been used. I haven't used these pencils, and I don't use them at all. Simply because I can't. I'm, I can't cheat. I can't put a colour like that in, and someone will say, "I can't well, get that colour." I can't get that colour, Colin. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's a bit unfair, isn't it? Yeah. yeah so I, I wouldn't do that. So I didn't, and I haven't had them, and so they haven't seen the light of day. And I, I've been sitting on these pencils for so long. Well, yes. And I thought, hey. Why don't we do our customers a favour? So we haven't got a lot of time. But there's, what, there's one here that's got uh, a chip taken at the, top, at the top that says Colin on it. That's right. So you may be special enough to get one that says Colin on it. No, no, I wrote that on there. Let me tell you, there's another story here. Oh, you've got time for this. Another story here. When I had my classes, they couldn't get these pencils. So I shaved a bit off and put Colin and they borrowed them. Ah, so you My knew classes had your used to borrow them. They used to give them back to me. I wonder how many disappeared. But anyway, um, that had my name on it. That's the reason I've got you my name on it. It's like a golden ticket, that. You might get me yeah. lucky enough out of all the Well, you pencils. might. Oh, there's one or two like that. Is there? There's yeah, one or two. Yeah, there you go. Is. Well, anybody that uh, orders more than £500 worth of orders, <laughs> I'll give them a... <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, I agree with that. That's a good one. That's good, yes. No, so anyway, that's what we're going to do. So th- these these pencils are great. Now, I've got to tell you before I, I begin, they are Carbothello. They are the old-style Carbothello. And in my opinion, they were better than the new one. I've got to say that. Than the new Carbothello. Mm. Uh, but even th- having said that, they're not as good as Faber-Castell in sharpening. So when you do them, take a bit of care over them. Treat them with kid gloves. They are fantastic mm. colour. And when you see the colour, and they mix with our Faber-Castell brilliantly, and they are ideal for portrait work. So And clouds. I used to use them in, in, in skies. Really, yeah. yeah, It's a lovely, lovely peachy colour, folks. There you go. And I tell you what, Steve. Could could we put? Could I scan one of these and put them on we'll Facebook? Put, we'll put. I'll take a picture. I'll take a picture of the Colin one. Oh, that's a good idea. Has <laughs> it got? Is it with Carbatello on it? Yeah, no. I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll take a picture and it'll, Both sides. it'll say yeah. All so right. uh, so we'll there do you go. We we'll put it on Facebook for every order that's placed. Well, obviously, while stocks last, you haven't got a ton of these, but you've got about oh, enough. I've got enough. Should be enough. I've got enough. Yeah. So every physical order that's placed between now and Christmas. You get one of these special pencils sent and we, to you, and we're put, putting it on Facebook, so you'll you'll be able to go back and, and have a have a look at it. Yes, there we go. It's a little Christmas bonus. For I wish I thought of it before. I only just thought about it. Well, it's still time, isn't it? Uh, we've got a, a couple few of weeks. weeks. A few got weeks of Christmas. Weeks. Yeah. So there we go. Okay. Well, that's about it then for this week. If you've got a question. Mm-hmm. I've said, if you've got a question, send it through to Colin at bradleygallery.co.uk. You can obviously go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Colin1940. And we'll be putting the watercolour picture uh, of the, the ski scene that we that we referred to earlier on in the show. That'll be on Watercolour Made Easy very soon. Okay. I think that's it. I think that's it, Steve, yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Steve Bradley. I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your week. week. Do you know what? I must keep a couple of these back for myself. Don't give them all away. No, I'm going to keep two. I'll only need a couple because I don't really use them, do I? I can't, in fairness. I might, I might put Steve on that pencil. Oh, it's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs>